the Make Share Grow podcast. I'm artist Julie Marriott, and I created this podcast to share behind the scenes stories of art, craft, and the creative process. Hey guys, today I'm going to talk all about commissions. I have a very specific commission process that I walk with my clients through when I have someone who wants me to make something custom for them. I'll talk about how I came up with that system, and then also I'm going to talk a little bit about the pros and cons of doing commissions in my business. So like I mentioned, I have a specific system for my commission process. It's a series of repeatable steps, and I think that's the thing that is the most important element about a commission system, about having a system for anything really, is that I have a plan laid out, a series of repeatable steps that I can walk through every time that somebody comes to me for a commission, and I know exactly how the whole process is going to go. There's not going to be any surprises unless it's coming from the client side, but I know exactly how it's going to work from start to finish. And I think the cool thing about having a system is that it communicates your expertise to your clients. So when somebody comes to me and says, hey, I'm curious, do you do custom pieces? I can come to them and say, yes, I do. I do custom pieces. I do commissions. Here is the process that I walk through with my clients, and I can tell them all about the steps that we take. And that gives them confidence that I know exactly what I'm doing and that there's not going to be really any surprises along the way, that I know what every step is going to be and what I expect of them, and I can be completely in control of the situation as we go through it. The first part of my commission process is to be super clear and upfront with all the details at the very beginning of our relationship. So when a client comes to me and is curious about details or they're pretty serious and they say, hey, I would really like something from you, the first thing I do is I send them a PDF of all of the steps that we're going to walk through, my entire commission process from start to finish, and all the details that I could think of to include on this PDF that so that there will be no surprises along the way. And even though it is an information dump, essentially, I tried to lay the PDF out in a, you know, a visually beautiful way so that it's enjoyable to look at and read, but it has a lot of information on it. And one of my main goals for this, all this information that I'm giving to my clients is that they will feel very taken care of, that I anticipated what their questions were going to be, and that I'm being very thorough so that they can have confidence in me to know that I know exactly what I'm doing. And also, if if they're feeling unsure about what they might want me to paint, they can look at the steps that we're going to walk through and see that, oh, through this process, we're going to narrow down all the details and it's going to be okay. Also, if they're feeling kind of intimidated by the idea of commissioning a piece of art, like it sounds very maybe intimidating or official and kind of scary, if that's the case, then laying out all the steps 
I try to make it just as simple as possible too. And so they can see, hey, this is not so hard. This doesn't have to be scary. I'm here. You know, we're walking through this together. It's really a simple series of steps. It's not a big deal. And once I just do all the information gathering, then I do all the hard work for them in creating the piece. So after all of the details up front, the next step of my process is information gathering. So I have several questions on my um, PDF that I send that ask a bunch of questions about the visuals of the piece that they would like. I ask about, because I mostly paint flowers, I ask, do you want specific types of flowers? Let me know what those are. Tell me some specific colors that you'd like to see in the piece. Tell me some colors that you don't want to see in the piece, because I might be using a color a lot in my work that they don't particularly like, like really dark colors or a dark background or a specific type of flower or leaf color. So I ask those things. And so that really helps us narrow down the things that they'd like to see in their piece. And it also brings out areas that are kind of unclear to me, and then I can follow up with more questions. I also like to ask for visuals as much as possible. So it's it's kind of hard to communicate through words what kind of colors you're looking for a lot of the time. So I try to encourage my clients to send me images that they found on Pinterest or somewhere else of color swatches if they have a specific color that they want me to include. Because the hard thing is that when you're talking about colors like light green or dark green or a cobalt blue or something like that does not mean the same thing to them as it means to me. It's all very relative, the words that we use for names. So I try to have them send me examples as much as possible if something isn't clear. Um, I also like to see photos of the flower types that they like, if they have specific ones that they can find on Pinterest and send to me, if it's um, something that's a little bit more unusual or maybe it's a certain color of flower that they want. And then also sometimes I'll have clients send me a picture of the space that they want to hang it in if that's really relevant to the piece. After all the information gathering, then we move on to the thumbnail sketch. So this is a part of my process that I've kind of added in to my commission process that I don't normally do for my pieces that I just do on my own. I don't normally plan out the pieces that I'm going to paint. I work pretty intuitively. And so I kind of build the piece wherever I see it wanting to lead as I'm working along. I just kind of start out, say like, oh, I'd really like this flower kind of right here. And then I just see after that flower is painted, oh, what would look nice now? And it's very organic like that. But with commission pieces, I want my clients to feel secure that they are going to be happy about the finished piece. And also, I really want to, myself, I want to feel secure that I'm not going to finish a whole big piece and it's going to be completely off base for my clients. So what I like to do is after all of the information gathering, I'm going to take all that information and paint a little small sketch on a piece of paper. So it's still in paints, it's in color, but it's going to be a small little thumbnail sketch that is the same size ratio as the bigger piece, um, but it's just maybe going to take me an hour or two to do. 
And I, I do a lot of my exploration for the commission in the smaller thumbnail sketch. So this is where kind of the intuitive stuff goes on. And I do the small little piece and then I show them the piece and get feedback on it. That's really helpful because if they don't like something pretty major about it, then I can just go ahead and make those changes or those adjustments when I do the big final canvas. I'm not worrying about changing hours and hours of work if there's something that they didn't like. It's just going to be some small, something small on my little thumbnail sketch that I can change on the bigger piece. More often than not, though, what happens is that they'll see it and they'll say, oh, that is really good. That's going in the perfect direction. Keep going. Maybe change something small. But a lot of the time, it's more of an affirmation that they are on board with the way that I see the piece going and that I'm, you know, communicating or I'm, I'm getting their vision for what they were imagining for the piece. So that's always a really good and reassuring step of the process that I actually added in to make sure that we're communicating well before the whole final piece is painted. So after the thumbnail sketch has been approved and any changes um, we've talked about have been approved, then I move on and I paint the larger piece. So a lot of the exploration and the design and color choices have already been made in the small piece. And so the big piece I can actually complete in a shorter amount of time than if I am stopping a lot along the way and kind of making major decisions. So that's another great part of doing the thumbnail sketch too. So as I'm working on the big piece, I finish the whole thing and then show the finished product to my client at the end. I don't share process photos, and this is just a personal decision of mine. I have this this sort of weird feeling when people are looking over my shoulder and watching me work on a piece because I feel like they're like judging the piece based on what's there versus what I know is going to end up on the canvas. And so I, it's just a personal decision of mine that I would rather just complete the whole piece and then make any adjustments from there versus having my client misunderstand what they're seeing going on on the canvas um, and just wait until the end to, so that they can see the final thing. So um, after I have finished the whole the whole finished piece, I send a photo to my client and they have one round of revisions. So I've thought really carefully about this. Um, I used to do, I didn't really have a rule about revisions before, but now I've been very specific about doing only one round of revisions that are included in the price of the piece. So the reason for this is that I really want my clients to be happy with the finished piece. I want to give them a chance to adjust things to the final piece if there's something really specific or even multiple things that they would like to change because I want them to come out and love the piece at the end. So I want to give them that chance. But it also encourages them to be thoughtful about the changes that they'd like to see. They only have one chance to get in every every change that they like to see. So it's not going to be 
one thing and we're emailing back and forth and they say, oh, change this. And then I change it and then show them again. I rephotograph it. They say, oh no, now change this. And it's just kind of rabbit hole of changes. I've heard nightmare stories. I personally have never had that happen, but I've heard nightmare stories about commissions going down that road. And I just wanted to protect me and my client from that. And um, so one round of revisions, it also, I feel like it maintains the integrity of the piece in my personal style. If we did revision after revision after revision, that's all based on what my client's vision is, then it's going to kind of wear away at the choices that I felt were important for the piece and make it more of a kind of a paint by numbers experience, which would not be very fulfilling for me. And so doing one round is a way of allowing the client to have a say and to be happy with the piece, but also maintaining the style and the choices primarily that I made for the painting. And then at the end of a commission, we wrap it up really quickly after they approve the photos of the final piece, after we do any sort of changes that they would like to see, then I send them a final image of the finished piece, and then I notify them when it has shipped. And that is it. It is a really smooth process. It's worked so well for me. And I have really not run into many road bumps, (laughs) speed bumps with this. Um, And so if I do, I will adjust and change. But so far, it's been working really great. And it has been it has made my clients really happy. And it's made me love doing commissions. Next, I'm going to touch on a few pros and cons of doing commissions in my business and how I've thought about those different aspects. Um, I've heard some artists avoid doing commissions because of a couple reasons. One of them is that they have people coming to them and asking them create to create something that isn't their style, their subject, or their area of interest. I have a couple ways of dealing with this. Number one is that I try to guard against this by having a real consistent and clear style so that people come to me asking me to create work because they like the very clear style that I paint. So if I was sending kind of mixed messages, I think it would be easier for folks to come to me and say like, hey, could you paint a portrait for me? Um, Because maybe they saw me throw in a couple portraits here and there. And sometimes I do landscapes and then sometimes I do abstract. If, If it's more of a mixed message, then it's going to be harder to zero in on what you really love to do and make sure that people are coming to you for that specific thing. So I try to put out and publicize on social media, on my website, try to promote and show images of the work that I love to do. And so people come to know me for that style and then they'll come to me and want me to paint in that style. And so I've, I've really not dealt with very much, um, off the wall subjects. Every once in a while, somebody who I just meet in passing and I say, oh, I'm an artist, they'll say, oh, I'm looking for a portrait. And I'll just say, you know, that is not my area of painting. Uh, uh, Maybe I could recommend somebody else to you. I just make sure that I don't take those jobs. Or if I really really want to do that specific thing for that person. I just don't share images of it. So then people don't come to know me for that type of work if that's not really what I want to be doing. 
The next part is that just the issue of endless rounds of revisions and getting really frustrated with clients who are very pick kind of nitpicking at the end of a piece and wanting to just change and change and change things and that just sucks a lot of the joy out of a piece for the artist. So the way that I protected against that is like how I said in my process we just have one round of revisions. Um but I think also really making it super clear up front that that is the way that I do my paintings also lets my clients know it sets their expectations for what it's going to be like to work with me so that they're not expecting to get lots of changes and I'm not surprising them at the end that I'm frustrated with all of these changes that they want to make. They know from the very beginning that this is how I work and they're going to be okay with it if they want to continue working with me. They're going to say, okay, I can, I can do this. And then they move forward. So I, that's how I thought of thought about some of the negative sides of commissions and how I've kind of protected against those things. The pros of doing commissions for me definitely outweigh the cons. I love collaborating. I've always loved the sort of energy that I get from getting somebody else's feedback and working and bouncing ideas off of each other. So it really sparks my creativity in a different way than just creating on creating on my own my own personal work. I also love the idea of making a piece specifically for someone's home, something that they want to hang in their home and live with every day that's specifically made maybe with some colors that they love or specific flowers that they love or incorporating other elements that are really special to them. I just really love that customized feel and that customized aspect of doing commission work. Doing commissions also gets me to try new and challenging things. Even though I'm painting within my style and within the subject matter that I really love to paint, I'll still get requests for flower types that I've never tried, sizes that I've never tried, making like a two or three paintings that are all meant to hang together, which is really fun. So just new and exciting things that push me out of my comfort zone and get me to try new things. It also sparks new ideas that I can take back into my personal work and try out. Like I did a painting this year that was a bouquet in this beautiful blue and white patterned vase. And that just made me think, oh my goodness, I would love to do a whole series of flower bouquets in blue and white pattern vases. Haven't done it yet, but I'm storing that idea for when I need a future inspiration. But things like that, things I did a really big, the, my largest scale floral piece, it was four by four feet earlier this year too. And it was for um, a client for over their fireplace, over their mantle. And it was the most exciting thing because it was huge and it just forced me to learn how to work on such a larger scale, but stay consistent to my style. So I had to learn how to do different types of strokes to get the same look to the, to the flowers and I had to buy some different size brushes for the piece so that I could also get that consistent look. So it was just really fun and it keeps things fresh for me rather than just continually creating out of my own well of inspiration, getting this outside feedback and outside ideas thrown into the mix is really fun and energizing for me. 
you're a creative who is interested in adding commissions to your business, or maybe you do commissions, but you don't really have a specific system yet for the way that you do them, I have something just for you. I have created a download that outlines my five suggestions for creating a great commission system for your business. You can find the download on my website, juliemarriottart.com slash podcast, and look for the post for episode number nine. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and I will see you next week. listening to Make Share Grow. You can keep up with the podcast and my artwork on my website, juliemarriottart.com and on Instagram at juliemarriottart.com.